I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. We have a special guest co-host with us tonight. You know her as Elizabeth. She has the In-Between podcast. Liz, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thanks so much. Very happy to be here. Yeah, always happy to have you. And our guests tonight, they were kind enough to come on. It is Leslie and Drew of All Things Paranormal. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to hear about all your spooky adventures. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing we love to find out about our guests is where they fall on what we call the believe meter Zero meaning ghosts are not real, and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do y'all fall on that scale? 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely 10. Easy, um, straight to the punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've seen a lot and uh, been through a lot couple of tens well that's always uh leads for a good episode so that's exciting to hear how did you guys find yourself becoming paranormal investigators well i'll, I'll go with my story first and then he can go with his sure um i saw my first ghost when i was nine in our we lived in a trailer and i saw her with her back was to me and i saw her walk straight through the wall to go outside and most kids would scream or yell or <laughs> You know, terrified. I ran straight to the walls, putting my hand on it, like you know, a dog trying to find a light. And like, where did she go? Ran outside. Where did she go? I just thought it was the coolest thing. That was my first experience. Um, fast forward to how I got into the paranormal investigating, where YouTube came in. In 2018, my best friend Rhonda at the time, she came up with the idea of, you know, why don't you start um a YouTube channel because her and I used to ghost hunt as a hobby, go to the cemeteries, or we just wanted to, to connect with 
invisible people that was our thing like you know we we had so many ghost stories you know for throughout our our childhood and we want to connect with the ghosts you know we want to get touched and grab and thrown or see something fall off the shelf or so we started out as a hobby and she came across with why don't you put your videos on youtube and i'm like well no because to get paid or seen or anything you got to have like a million subscribers and I don't even know 10 people so I started uploading video footage from my cell phone when my phone would get um you know my storage was full and then I started just uploading it to uh YouTube at the time we're always doing it whether it be a house that we live in that's haunted or we have like for example a graveyard down the street and we go down the street and you know like with the spirit box or you know just with our cell phone and, and quiet and now it's like an everyday thing or you know you're filming for youtube got this reputation to hold up so where else can we go and then it continues but it all started with childhood experiences and Drew, uh, did you know that Leslie was into all the supernatural stuff when you first met her? Oh, this is how we met. So, oh, um, cool. was through uh, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. It was social media is how we met. Yeah. So he, I have a channel. It's my channel. We have is, three channels actually. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I have uh, my channel is All Things Paranormal Official, and his is Three Hundred Three Paranormal TV. We were on Twitter one day because you know y'all meet through your genres and I was like I'm gonna collab with everybody but him and I had <laughs> she hated me in the very beginning <laughs> you guys but wait we're married now so wait till you don't love this you're gonna let this podcast is gonna be good it might be a little long but it's gonna be good this yeah, is crazy awesome. I got everybody to block him and like oh you this know, is true now she keeps, hated my guts yeah he just keeps inboxing me and they're like what is he inboxing I'm not like, like that though he's like hey how's it going or I'm thinking about giving up with YouTube and I'm like I'm telling everybody well he should just give up but I'm giving him like <laughs> positive advice because I'm on didn't the want other to... end yeah <laughs> so one day everybody that was all in our group turned on me and he was still there and I was like I had this collab set up it's a major collab during the pandemic and I asked him I'm like do you want to go <laughs> he's like yeah I'm down and we met up and it it was the rest is history. Yeah, Aww. we uh, we we met in Indiana at the haunted uh, Whispers Estates, is the fourth most haunted place in America. We got some uh, poltergeist activity in there. Uh, caught a child's uh, shadow figure in there. A um, little bit of um, or a lot, I'm say, of voices stuff like that in there too. But I mean, so that you know, we met up there. We did our collab. We had this whole ten day like trip plan i went to go meet her and then i was going to memphis after that for for another few days or whatnot and uh, i ended up leaving indiana after filming there you know and uh, i'm just like you should come <laughs> you know and she's just like yeah i don't know you know i'm gonna try you know i'll, I'll think about it whatnot and then i'm like all right cool so we get to memphis and um next thing you know get was it the next morning I get a text. She's like, I'm coming. I'm on my way. I called. Like, I'm <laughs> or she coming. Called, yeah. I got my rental car. I'm on my way. So I, I like, drove huh? seven hours to Memphis <laughs> to go film their itinerary of haunted places. But mind you, we've been, we were talking and stuff for a minute and not like never flirting or nothing. Any of that. I was very professional all the whole time. So 
Um, we go to Memphis. She comes along. You know, we're all staying in the same Airbnb. Everybody, you know, it's what you do when you go hunt. You try and save money, you know, because right. you're already paying for everything else. So, <laughs> um, anyway, we all stay in this Airbnb, six of us or whatever, and um, we just, you know, we just hit it off as just, you know, friend wise, whatever, and just talking. And I had gone through some really bad experiences and uh, with my ex in the past and stuff, and just going through divorce and all that crap, and um. You know, she just kind of, I was on my way home to uh, Denver and she was on her way back home to Louisiana and she just hit me up and was like, you know, you don't belong there. You belong somewhere else. And I'm kind of like, what are you talking about? I asked him, do you believe in twin flames? This, yeah. And I'm like, and before I could say anything else, he finished my sentence. He goes, I feel like I've known you in a past life. And I was thinking, oh, my God, that's what my twin flame supposed to say to me. And he had no <laughs> idea that's what I was waiting on. So at that moment, I'm like, I didn't want to say too much and be like that creepy kind of girl. Because, you know, I was single for like five and a half years. And I didn't want him to think like, oh, she's coming on to me because she's lonely or whatnot. So the next morning he texts me. He's like, hey, good morning. I don't know why, but I can't stop thinking about you. And Sorry I, guys, it still all leads to paranormal promise. Yeah, so <laughs> no, I like, love it. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm like, well, you know, um, if you believe in past lives and in meditation, I saw a meditation that you know my first husband in my past life, he was taken from me, um, by a bow and arrow through right above his heart, and uh, he sent me a picture of just his chest, and he has like a, a mole right above. My heart. His, yeah, but where the arteries at? And they I say you're gonna say he had an arrow coming through his. Yes, and they say <laughs> when you have a mole on your body, that that's how you died in a past life. So I was like, holy cow! So three weeks later, fast forward, he comes here, he visits with me, and you know, like everything I do is paranormal when I'm not working, not with my kids or at the gym. He comes here, he's like, I want to, you know, visit you, get to know you, and not paranormal. Well, we went investigating anyway <laughs> and through the spirit box. The first night we went to the cemetery when I landed off the plane, we went to the gym, then we went to the cemetery. And they, the spirits were giving us uh, information about our past. Like we had no idea, you know, like, oh my gosh, like we weren't even asking questions. We were just standing there talking, getting everything together. And it was spitting out things, you know, like married, the past life, you two together. And this full sentence is like, we've never heard of, like we had twin babies before and, you know, they were taken and they were murdered and uh, they were drowned. We were just so stunned. We didn't finish the investigation. We kept the video for a private, you know, for him and I to go back and look like, yeah, we didn't share the evidence, which we do have. And we've shared bits and pieces. of Yeah. It, and still to this day, even though we, we see things, we hear things, we're like, is this real? it was crazy so anyhow i i went back to denver i ended up coming back out here a few weeks later and i've uh, been here ever since and we got married october last year and we just had our one year uh, anniversary and everything we do like it's just we're like the perfect match which is kind of uh leading to everything like we love the paranormal we love filming like we're always doing something like we're always filming tiktoks we're always like just goofing off with each other always pranking each other always just living life and having fun and investigating together and not giving a care what everybody else thinks you know just enjoying yeah. life and it's like feels good you know what i mean to do that with someone i love you know and, and we love the paranormal so it, it works out to get to 
why I got into it's totally different. I mean, it's a, a great segue. Also, Liz, this feels like this is I'm on the in between podcast instead of real hauntings right now. No, I love it. I was like cheesing <laughs> the whole time. I can feel y'all's energy. Like I can sense it. I see it. Even just the way you, I know we're on video, but I, I mean, no, I don't know if you did, but I could just that was really cool to hear that story. And also, congrats on your one year. Congratulations. Thank you. So I, yeah, I mean, I don't, if it's not twin flames and I have no idea what the heck it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> God. I mean, it's crazy because like we, uh, we were told we'd been together six times before, you know, Aww. and I'm native American. So, um, so you always found yourself back to each other. Oh, that's yeah. So amazing. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm native American and, and I'm always like, um, and when we, we went and seen shamans and, and psychics and stuff, and they told us a bunch of stuff that just everything matches. It's so uh. weird. We finish so cool. each other's thoughts, sentences. I mean, like it's crazy. We could just—it's—it's it's weird. I don't know. It's awesome. We work together, film together. We do everything. It's crazy. Well, yeah. So, Drew, what um, what brought you into this paranormal space? Well, first of all, I always used to watch Ghost Adventures and uh, Ghost was it Taps? It was the first uh, and uh, Scariest Places on Earth. I'm a little older than y'all. I was watching all those shows or whatever, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. I was really into it. You know, and um, I've had several experiences growing up, you know, with shadow figures and things falling, moving stuff, always been afraid, but never been actually proven to me, like to myself, you know what I'm saying? Then um, my grandfather had got cancer and passed away. And, you know, I started like, I didn't start questioning my faith, but I was just like, am I going to see him again? Really? Is there really another side? Um, so a few years back after he passed, you know, like it broke my heart. He was my best friend, my everything, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to see him again. You know, I, am I going to see him again? You know, so I had a Samsung, um, galaxy something when they first came out, uh, it was like three years ago. And, um, I went to Cheeseman park, which is, uh, where the poltergeist movie is based out of, um, it's on the scariest places on earth on the travel channel, actually. Um, the bodies were in poltergeist where the bodies were coming up from the ground out of the caskets and stuff. All that stuff happened. Oh. They're at Cheeseman Park right now. There's still 5,000 bodies in the ground, and there's a mass grave around the outside where they used to throw all the uh, Native Americans and minorities in there. The Native Americans sold that land to the Colorado government uh, back in night of the early or late 1800s for like $200. So this is leading up to all this, like the poltergeist movie, all that. So they paid this guy, the government, when they bought it from him, they paid this guy, the groundskeeper, I think it was 25 cents a body to exhume all the bodies because they're turning it into a park, right? It's a city now, you know, so... He was just taking the bodies and breaking them up and throwing them all in just boxes and throwing them, getting rid of them all he could. Just throwing, 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 right? So just desecrating all this stuff, all these people, all these all these graves, right? So it just really stirred things up. And then, you know, it had flooded and stuff. The bodies were coming up because the graves are so shallow over there. When you're walking in Cheeseman Park, you're going like this. You can feel yourself walk over mounds wow. sometimes. Wow. But we're sitting there. I got my cell phone out and I'm like, sitting there and i'm like is there any spirits here that wish to communicate with me? and then i hear rustling in the leaves like Shh. and i was like I turn around I'm like what the heck was that you know and i'm like who's behind me and then i have the spirit box on and then i think it said it's me or a, and it was a female and uh so she was just intelligently answering me right so then i'm like whoa this is crazy and then i hear run by again and there's nobody out there you know it was just me and my friend filming 
so then I'm like, you know, let's go try and do the flashlight thing. So we go set up the flashlight and then boom, 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 answering questions left and right, left and right on the flashlight off and on, off and on. I have it. It's all on my channel. Those are my very first videos I ever did. Uh, I have 150 something videos and those are my first ones off the cell phone on the Cheeseman Park. But uh, so after that, I just um, I caught an apparition walking by, too, in the park. And so then after that, I was like, OK, I'm convinced. Right. You know, I started getting answers to my questions intelligently. They were saying my name. Um, I was speaking to other spirits, I think, that were like maybe family or something like that, um, answering questions. Cheeseman Park is a very active place. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on over there. So anyway, um, I just really was trying to find out if there was really something on the other side. And believe me when I tell you, I found it. I mean, there's wow. uh, we've caught a demon on film. Um, which we had an exorcism with uh, Bishop James Long uh, from Ghost Adventures and Portals to Hell. He came out and helped me do that in Colorado. And um, they put that on the travel channel on the Osborne's one, I believe it's on there right now. So much poltergeist activity. I mean, stuff being thrown the size of bowling balls at us. I mean, all on film, all, like craziest oh, wow. stuff you've ever think of and seen. We've, we've seen a lot of stuff together too. Now, were, were you guys together when the exorcism took place? nope um this we was we were just friends I, uh, we were actually um i was we were talking and um you know you know i was like i'm about to go on investigation and she was at work and she's like all right good luck and yeah i'm uh, like i wish i could go to colorado <laughs> for that but yeah and i was, was gonna, a last minute thing yeah and i you know i wouldn't really wanted her to come but you know just just to film and hang out and whatever we so just friends at the time you know but it just it was crazy. We you know we got blessed by the bishop and, you know, all the anointed oils and all that stuff. And, you know, he gave me a book for the minor right to exorcism if I ever need it. And um, I don't know. That was a pretty crazy night. Caught a shadow figure at Bobby Mackey's in the bar. So at that exorcism, was it like a specific person that was being exercised? The the exorcism? House, first of all, I was at the auto parts store um in green mountain colorado where green uh green well basically lakewood green mountain same thing um which is in the foothills a lot of native american land out there um and i'm at the auto parts store and me and my other investigator at the time who i used to investigate with were in the auto parts store getting something because we were about to drive to do an investigation somebody heard us talking about what we were about to do and they were like um you guys talking about ghost hunting and like yeah yeah what's up and they're like well we could use some help and i was like what do you mean and i could just feel the sadness and sorrow the energy there was no life in their eyes at all whatsoever mm. um they were completely like just blank it was it was kind of scary but so okay. anyway we start talking i tell them what we do and they're like wow when can you come do an investigation they tell me that they're seeing um she's seeing visions like real life, like we're all sitting here talking. She, but she's seeing him with another woman in the car outside. But or, he was at work. And but he was at work, like, and everybody vouched for him. He would send her texts and um, pictures while from the job. But she's being mind tricked and seeing him in the car outside with somebody. She's always having all these visions, and I'm like, you know, and I notice her little tattoos, and you know, I'm kind of looking through the the house because I do go over there or whatever to go meet him, and um, so I see she's into something dark she had an altar set up yeah she was into something She's definitely dark. into the occult and i was like holy crap so i'm like oh great and i'm like what are we getting into so 
they started telling us all this and then they're telling me they're hearing knocks and bangs and the alarms keep going off to the motion sensors everywhere to the doors um which i captured all this on film too and um the motion sensor lights are going off and on up and down the stairs like somebody's walking up and down them uh, which happened on film too while i was there um but anyways they just have this hate for each other they want to kill each other and about to get divorced like they're either going to kill each other or they were going to get divorced that's why they asked for help this episode of the real hauntings real ghost stories podcast is brought to you by wild grain hey y'all it's noah daniels and oh boy i just got my box of wild grain bread and pasta my whole family has been so excited to dive in we started with a sourdough and it was amazing if you're looking to make mother's day brunch planning easier or just looking for a great gift for your mom you've got to check out wild grain order before may 6 to get your box in time for mother's day wild grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads fresh pastas and artisanal pastries every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less no thawing required the next thing up for us to try is the biscuits with our breakfast and you can now fully customize your wild grain box so you can choose any combination of breads pastas and pastries you can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. And they were serious. Like somebody's going to end up dead here or something's going to happen bad. And the All mom that from just going into the auto parts store. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and their mom lives there with them too. The, the, the girl's mom. So uh, she's like, yeah, they're going to kill each other. I'm telling you something's in this house. And so I just, you know, I'm like, okay, well, let's start the investigation. So this is before Bishop even got involved. I did an investigation before I even got him back. I'm upstairs. I turn to the hallway and I'm like, can you show yourself to my camera? Because I felt it. I could feel it. I felt the presence. And then a big orb came and went down the hall. And then uh, I didn't see it at the time, but uh, uh, something went like a black thing came out the wall, uh, side of the wall. And then, um, so during editing, I'm like, whoa, what was that? And I'm like, so I pause it, I zoom in and I slow it down and it's a literal face. It's Uh all gray with black, really black circles with really bright 
in the middle and then like the hair looked like it was made of like twigs or thorns but it's all jet black and you can see it if you go to my channel you can pull it up yeah, it was demon caught on camera is the name of the video so and then i i do blow it up and i zoom in on it and slow it down and you see it just comes right out on command when i ask it it flows out and just boom but it was so fast i didn't even see it like oh i mean there's no gosh. way anybody would see it. somehow or another the bishop has seen it and we facetime yeah we zoomed we zoomed with the bishop and the couple and, and I, I had the zoom meeting you know with him because he lives in kentucky we were in denver um but even through the camera he's like he could tell that she was into the occult i don't know the bishop's pretty something special he he uh, he knew yeah so we did the live with the bishop it was Three crazy later. we we flew the bishop out there and then he came and blessed us had a meeting with us at the hotel and you know did everything to protect us or whatnot we went and did the exorcism at the house started in the daytime and uh, he's actually uh, banishing them away outside throwing the holy water and you can see the uh some shadow figure fly behind them through the this is out in the open in the in the outside. in the in the outside in the grass. It comes out like a snake-shaped shadow, mm -hmm. but it's floating in the air. And the demon shows itself more than once in my video too. Really? And it shows itself outside as well. And it's setting off the alarms while we're there. Everything they told me, it did while we were there. But um, so yeah, we went through it all. And it was crazy because the bishop, you can hear him on there too. He's like, You hear growls? Or he started hearing growls. Like it was real. It was crazy. It wasn't like the exorcist movie were like crazy but it was it was crazy though man it was scary and how do you keep your curiosity during those moments and not just get totally terrified oh good question for me just my faith i guess that's it yeah and i don't get scared anymore in the beginning it was pretty scary getting stuff thrown at you and you know stuff <laughs> like that but you know just like any other job i guess it's it's um you get used to it and you know we don't do it just for you know to just to post videos we we help people a lot we do cleansings we we just had a case um call us for a uh, possession in mandeville um which is a really upscale neighborhood in uh, new orleans um area we just caught a shadow figure at a residence they were having problems down the street it was one of my last videos i just put up um you know like we do go help people we do also haunted urbex stuff you know like we'll go do abandoned buildings stuff like that see if they're haunted and if not then it just makes for a good explore you know so before we move on i am curious so when they performed or when he performed that exorcism did that resolve the issue for that couple no they still um are having issues i can't even get a hold of them any longer and i do think they ended up separating um because she wouldn't leave whatever she was doing alone she had no idea what she was doing with magic or witchcraft the occult so, so y'all think that she was inviting that in whatever it was yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then when it came became real things got real yeah. right so possession is like a two-way street you know the demon's gonna find a vessel like she was saying that um possession and like oppression you know you start to feel that oppression you know before possession and like we were filming with colin from the paranormal files and um at the haunted hospital here in new orleans and he started getting oppression and we had to end the video cut it like it was the end of the video turned crazy didn't it stuff was moving and like the REM pod was going crazy Colin was getting they, sick so he's diabetic and he has to have like a tube inside his stomach and then like a pump or something yeah and it came out as we were hearing um so he did the estates method 
you put the headphones on while you're yeah. blindfolded. And he, we did it in night vision, so no one could see anything. We had our cameras set up on the old counterpart. And something was messing with the cameras, and all three of our cameras picked it up. We had both of our regular cameras. We had the cell phones going. We have, and so every piece of equipment caught the same thing. And something came and hit the counter right after he said. So he blurted out, table, and you hear boom, and all the, the, the equipment awesome. started shaking. You're hearing, we were hearing footsteps and he can't hear anything because his ears were covered and we're hearing footsteps as like, and I'm, I'm seeing in my mind's eye, I'm like, there's a man here and I feel like he's laughing and Colin's like, ha 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 ha, like real demonic. Like he starts laughing demonically. It was a crazy video. And he's just shouting, get out, leave. And I would say out loud, no, we're not leaving. I'm not afraid of you because for me, I have to be dominant over that spirit. You're not going to scare me. I'm going to scare you because I know how to get rid of you. You can't get rid of me. You know, if you want to put it in like religious purpose, you know, I think God chose humans over the spirit world. When he created us, we were his favorite thing, right? So I go in there with the mindset of not I'm better than the spirit, but I'm stronger than the spirit. So when it's like, get out, leave, I'm like, yeah, I took it as a threat. And I'm like, no, we're not leaving. And Colin starts his demonic laugh. Ha, 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 you just messed up. I said, oh, yeah, how? The room just completely went different. Colin's like, I'm not feeling good. And his tube just, when we turned the light on, his tube was coming out of him. Like someone was pulling it out. And he was just so drained and so sick. I was like, that was the scariest video I've done. Like, not scary because I'm not afraid, but that was the most intense investigation I've seen. And it's like, it's kind of addicting, like something invisible can have a hold of you and that situation and you can't see it. It's like, I want to go back. I want to do it again. I want to see what else it can do. And um, <laughs> when, when we left though, we had to make sure. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, we, but yeah. That is yeah, we cleanse ourselves. <laughs> I mean, we, yesterday we chased the tornado for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. And so you that, guys are in New Orleans. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you and done any investigating or interviews with people that are practitioners of uh, voodoo while you've been down there? We haven't yet. Um, so it's a little complicated. We want to. We're both open to the paranormal. Not when I name myself all things paranormal. Um, that is ghosts, demons, witchcraft, not aliens, not cryptids, but anything supernatural. Drew comes from a religious, like Catholic, Baptist, more Catholic background. So for me, I I like all things. So I was born in about you know baptized and grew up Baptist, but later I took a turn to you know, my deeper roots in my family with witchcraft and Buddhism, and I'm like if you believe in one, you believe in all things. So for me, it'd be easy. I'm going in there in, in my world. And for him, it's like, well, he's got his his mom, his family that watches the channel. So we have to ease into it, I guess. But we definitely have that on our bucket list. My mom, sometimes she gets really pissed at me for the things that we do. Because uh, I do put myself in some stupid situations a lot. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, and. I don't do it when she's with me, but you know, I do, I have done a lot of stupid stuff, you know, like she sees me towering, climbing over like 
six, seven stories in the air on a little two-inch beam and stuff. And she's just like, I'm going to kill you. You better, what are you doing? You know, like, you know, I don't know. My mom, you know, she loves that, you know, what we do, but she just, she's very, uh, she's, yeah, they're pretty religious and stuff. Ming- they don't want to see, I don't know. It's, yeah. So meanwhile, I'm over here like, let's sacrifice something, but not a child geez, or anything. So down, we can killer. see if Satan's real. <laughs> hey, make sure that y'all check on me it. in a little while, please. Make no, sure like, I we'll follow up next week. Camera <laughs> and I just want to see if this is real. Let's go to the next step. Like, make some fire, you know, do like a fire pit and you, you know, running around and on the rope. And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> we just do a lot of silly stuff too. Like, you, you'll see, like, yeah. Well, I'm curious because obviously New Orleans is like a big tourist destination. I grew up in Mississippi, not far from New Orleans uh, myself. And where would you recommend for people that are traveling to New Orleans that want to get a taste of these supernatural stuff that goes on there? Is is there a specific location that you would recommend people check out? The Myrtles has always been the number one. That's in St. Francisville. He's chasing the cat. <laughs> He's in the tree. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I can't get him now. The cat's in the Christmas tree. <laughs> Sorry. His giant, giant big black cat in our white it's Christmas tree. It's a dog. Tree. It's not a cat. He's he's big enough to be a dog. So anyway, my, my advice to those that are traveling out of state to here, do your research as much as you can if you know you're coming for any haunted attraction. Don't waste your money doing... The tours, because it's a tourist trap, all the stories are different. But if you go online and you stand, like go online, read your story, because they're going to be, they're going to tell you the same thing that you would pay. Well, I don't know. It was like 20 to $80 for the tours. You could literally be your own tour guide. You stand in front of the Lollary Mansion, one of our most haunted places. Um, Royal Street. The Lollary Mansion is on Royal Street. You have St. Anne that has Marie Laveau's original house. Congo Square, where they used to do the slave trade. That is pretty haunted as well. Congo Square is right next to Marie Laveau's house. You have the Omni Royal Hotel, if you want to stay there. Research. Oh, my gosh. He's dropping ornaments. Get out of there. Sorry, guys. Tearing the tree up. Royal Hotel is where the Zach and Addie story, if you ever heard of that, Zach jumped from the rooftop right after he killed, dismembered, well, chopped up Addie's body. Um, they used to stay in a house now owned and occupied by Bloody Mary. Um, so she has the Bloody Mary Haunted Museum, and you can go upstairs to the second floor where Zach and Addie used to live. And that's where he murdered her. I've been there twice already. And I haven't even been there yet. I'm excited. Yeah. So everything's like in the same block. It's in the same block. Yeah. For tourists though, too. Like, like, so doing what we do as YouTubers, like tourists really can't do, you know what I mean? Um, but as far as like, yeah, if you're a tourist, there's plenty of things you could come check out, like she said, and look up and, and see, um, you know, um, there's, uh, like we're hosting an event next year with uh, Daryl Marston from Ghost Hunters. Um, we uh, booked the uh, the whole haunted hotel. The name of the hotel is the Haunted Hotel. It's in the French Quarter. Uh, it's the home of New Orleans' uh, first serial killer, the Axe Axe Man. 
Oh, he was yeah. featured on American Horror Story. Um, we became really close friends with the, the owners, and we have full access to that place anytime we want. We can go get a key and just go in and ghost hunt, stay the night, whatever we want to do. Daryl Marston from uh, Ghost Hunters, A&E Ghost Hunters, we just started talking one day, and then, you know, I was like, you should come out here, you know? There's a lot of cool stuff here. I was like, I can, you know, probably book an event and set up an event, you know? And he's like, really? You know, I'm like, yeah, I got a really cool place, you know? It was like uh, the Haunted Hotel is the home of New Orleans' first serial killer. And um, my wife and I went and um, uh, investigated there and uh, the TV turned off and on by itself. My tripod was rocking back and forth all crazy. They got two bodies there buried on site still. Um, uh, and that man was killing people and that's where he was living and staying at the time. And they had the ax he was using there on the property too. No. Oh, wow. wow. That's yeah, it's crazy. crazy. That place is is super haunted. It's cool. Cause he's the one. Wouldn't he travel by train, or they think maybe he'd travel by train and like kill people in other areas too? Or am I thinking about a different axe? No, he was just killing trip? right around here in New Orleans in this okay. area. He actually killed somebody a few blocks from yeah. our house. Uh, oh, on Amelia Street. Yep. Jeez. I mean, seriously, like Google Maps, they can show you. It was like it's literally three blocks from here that he killed somebody. Well, um, I'm curious, would, and I think I've said I'm curious like 10 times, but this has all been very interesting. So it's just an honest reaction. Would you guys ever, like, if your fans reached out to you, would you ever give private tours to to oh, fans? Yeah. Oh, Not I feel like that'd tours. be so much fun. Yeah, we would film with anybody. Anybody that wants to meet up, we're always looking to collab and meet with new people because we like to see their experience. So we could go to the same place 10 times over and over and over mm -hmm. and the experience be different every time every time we go so we feel if we bring in a new person with their new energy um then you have different reactions yeah because you guys have such a, a wealth of not only experiences but information about that area i think that's pretty clear from talking to you and i don't know i think that would be a real treat for someone you know to be able to experience some of that stuff with you, you know all. it's cool too because we go to the french quarter and like um We've we've been recognized. I don't even. I'm not only been here two years, and I've been recognized from people like off the street, like that are watching our show and stuff from other states. You know, that are just Florida. here visiting Florida, <laughs> Texas. You know, like it was crazy. Like, That's you sweet. know, and I take pictures with the fans, like, and I post them on my Instagram. And you know, we're out there, you know, grinding in the French Quarter, holding up signs, subscribe to our channel, like supporting. You know, like you know, it's cool. So we we yeah, we do welcome guests all the time. That's awesome. Well, and if um, fans of our podcast who maybe haven't watched your stuff yet, where can they find all your great content you have? All Things Paranormal Official on YouTube and my husband here, uh, 303 Paranormal TV on YouTube. We're also on Instagram, same names. Yeah, we're on all social media. Well, I'm, pretty much. I'm not. She's not on Twitter, but uh, we're on everything else. So I'm on Twitter too, but... And then, you know, if you guys like to see our our little vlogs behind the scenes stuff, it's the life of Drusley. It's just pretty cool. Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for coming on. That was a real easy episode to do because you all had so much great content. I feel Agreed. like I didn't have to pull anything out of you. It was just kind of let you guys run with it. I don't know if you've ever thought about doing a podcast, but that might be an easy form of media for you. You have to. Seriously, with all your stories and experiences. Yeah, this was a real treat. Thank you both so much for coming on, putting up with my scratchy voice. And Liz, thank <laughs> oh, you so much fine. for coming on as of well. Course. And Liz, where can our fans, hopefully by now, they've listened to the in-between 
podcast, but where can they find all your great content? Anywhere you listen to your podcast, I should be there. Yeah. If not, shame on me. And you can find me on Instagram, in.betweenpod. So, awesome. yeah, awesome. go listen. With that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm Liz. I'm Drew. I'm Leslie. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.